0: <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to Thank You for Sharing Podcast, a podcast about movies and music and how they relate to us and our personal experiences with them. I'm your host Christopher Green. Wow, I just want to say I'm mad nervous right now. This is the first time I've, you know, done anything like this. Um people be like, "Oh, you're an actor. You're used to being like in front of the camera, but this is like this is totally different. Like it's real awkward. I'm not gonna say like a lot of times. So, you know, if I do, don't zoom in on it. Anyway, oh man, I just wanna say, man, thank you. Thank everybody for like tuning in and, and you know, this really means like, it, it means a big deal to me. And yeah. Today we'll be discussing Tyler The Creators. Call me if you get lost. Boy, boy, boy. If you know me, you know I'm a huge Tyler fan. Some people would say I'm a little bit too much of a Tyler fan, but they don't know me that well because, I mean, I like the guy's music a lot, but, you know what I'm saying, I'm not a super fan. You know, when I went to his concert, I've seen super fans, but we'll get into that later. Um, I wanted to talk about this album specifically because I just feel like this came in a crucial point of my life. Like, I was just kind of like, I'm not gonna say I was going through some things, but a lot of things was happening. You know, I was graduating college, I got out of a three year relationship. You know, the world's my oyster, at least what everyone tells me. I'll paint a little picture. You know, we're gonna get into a little details of what my personal experience with the album. Uh, I'm gonna share that. And I want everybody else to kind of share their experience. You know, that's kind of like what I'm doing this for. You know, this podcast, I just want to quickly say this podcast, I simply created because I wanted to be able to, like, talk about things in right spaces. You know, if you know me personally, you know I talk a lot. And sometimes people are not, be, they're not, like, trying to talk about movies, music. You know, I didn't know I was a nerd about it. I thought everybody really liked it. I just created this to kind of create a community community I wanted to create a community where people could come and just talk about what they want to talk about and not be judged, man. I really want this to be a safe space and that's essentially what I'm trying to create on my behalf. I simply just want everyone to be, you know, be able to tell me or tell everyone to share their experiences as a community of what these projects, whether it be an album or whether it be a movie, like how are they special to you? Because I think that's where the story is. I think that's is what makes us different in a way it's like we all have listened to these things but we all have different like experiences with these bodies of art i'll tell you a little bit about myself i am a professional actor i've been doing it for two years professionally and i'm just a dream chaser honestly you know i'm just a fan of art connoisseur of music like television like TV, just TV as a whole, I've been, I felt like I've been raised off television. I just really want to get into things, and you know, we'll we'll see. So as I was saying earlier, this album, Call Me If You Get Lost, came out 2021. And it just came out in a pivotal time in my life. Like I said, I I just graduated. I got out of a three-year relationship. So at this point, when this album came out, I was still trying to, like, figure out who i am shoot i'm still trying to figure out like who i am but you know that's life i have so many just like fond memories of this album and listening to it and spending time with it and i have some ptsd about dealing with some songs of this album reminding me of certain things that we're gonna get into so let's let's go ahead and get into some of those things i know i've been you know yapping and yapping but you know let's Let's get into it. So when this album first came out, I happened to be in Florida. I think I was in Merritt Island, Florida. I was visiting my friend. Uh, We all had just graduated. His family was throwing him this celebration, really throwing all of us a celebration. You know, his sister had graduated a year before. He just graduated. He had a sibling that graduated high school. And it it was just so much fun. We were turning up like, I ain't getting no sleep. I really won't go into details because my mama might be watching this. And mama, you raised a great Christian child, uh, a saint, I would say. So when this album came out, I vividly remember it was like 12 o'clock midnight. And I immediately went on my friend's couch. I mean, we'd been partying, you know, everyone's kind of like settling down. And I was like, oh, you know, Tyler's album about to come out. You know, I was low key fangirling. And so I got on his couch, I put in my beats and i just listen to the album start to finish and i'm telling you bro that experience if you if you know me personally when i get an album or when i when i'm waiting for like an album to come out i will just be like a fangirl about it i print out the lyrics well i don't print out the lyrics i like look up the lyrics and i will go through each song And this is exactly what I did with Tyler's album. I would go through each song and I would just read the lyrics as he rapped them. Because I really enjoy getting down to the nitty and the gritty. Just like, you know, the devils are in the details. Details in the devil. I don't know. I might have said that wrong. Anyway. So I just remember you know, listening to this album when it came out and just being on the couch and just really soaking it all in, man. Um, if you don't, if you haven't heard about the album, if you haven't listened to the album, I, I think you should. I don't think it's necessary to listen to the album, you know, to be able to listen to this podcast, but um, I am going to be talking about my favorite songs. So maybe you should listen to the album if you're going to listen to this. Or I don't know. Do what you want to do. It's America or wherever you're watching this anyway. So I just really... I just really want to, you know, go ahead and dive into it. This album is amazing. You know, I'm like low-key cheating right now because I'm uh, (laughs) on my computer. I mean, this album, not to be corny, but it means a lot to me. Um, I think I want to go ahead and kind of just talk about like my experiences with this album and one that vividly, you know, stays with me to this day. So like I said earlier, you know your boy was graduating, the world's my oyster, whatever. But you know I graduated. And so if you know me, my birthday's July 20th. It's in the summer. I was kind of trying to find ways to kind of celebrate, you know, graduating and, you know, my birthday. And so I had went to Disney World. I've never been to Disney World. It's really funny. If you know me, you know one thing about me is, bro, I hate roller coasters. (laughs) And I think it's like, it's probably whatever. I don't have a fear of roller coasters. I've rode a roller coaster. I just don't like the way they make my body feel. So I don't. Ride roller coasters. You know, we went to Disney World because where do you go once you accomplish something big? You go to Disney World. That's just how you do it. So I went to Disney World with two of my friends. And boy, we just had fun. And this album was the soundtrack to that trip. And I think that's what makes it so special to me because I have all these like fond memories of just... Listening to the album and equating it to my experience at Disney World, not only it being my first time at Disney World, I'm not gonna lie, this lady was telling me like, oh, about the happy, like the happy ever after, you know, with the fireworks. And she was like, you know, wear your shades because you're gonna cry. And I'm like, shawty, I'm a grown man. I'm not finna cry at some fireworks. I cried. <laughs> People were probably looking at me weird, like, who's this grown man over here just crying to himself at Disney World with no kids. So, (laughs) I'm gonna be transparent on this podcast. Allow me to be transparent. One thing that I did when I was down in Disney World was I downloaded a dating app. Anyone who has any familiarity with dating apps, you know, typically when you go into a new place, you probably download it just to see, you know what I'm saying? What's the talent looking like in that city? And so like my curiosity made me wanna like download the app. With me and dating apps, it's just uh, first of all, like they're they're mad corny. You're ashamed to be on them almost. No, you're not even almost ashamed. You're definitely ashamed of being on a dating app and you have to go through all these people and all these intentions and you, you never know what are people's true intentions or you might know what people's true intentions are. They just might not be what you have in mind. But you know, I just downloaded it just to kind of see what the talent was looking like there. And so it means Orlando is Disney World. And I swear, I have a theory. This is my theory that you can fall in love with anybody in any beautiful place. Not to say that, you know, you don't meet like meaningful connections when you go on vacation or you do things like this, but no, they're a little elevated because you're at Disney World or you're at these special places. So you might, you know what I'm saying? You might succumb to the trip and you might just have a little extra feelings. Lo and behold, I ended up meeting someone on this dating app. Of Course, I won't go into details. If you know me, I met a girl on the date nap. Me and this girl matched on the date nap, and <laughs> I can't even get it out. Yo, Dang. so you know, naturally, when you match with somebody, you want to meet them. So, you know, I'll be a little transparent. Like I said earlier, I was just coming out of a three year relationship and a relationship that I had been like all throughout college. So, all I've known is like this other person, I've never dated. As an adult, like I was dating a girl since I was like 18, since I got to college, so I never dated as an adult, getting out there, so to speak. And prior to that, I had like a couple of months of being single, and I was like dating around, I'm not going to lie. I was feeling a little confident, you know what I'm saying? With the people I was going out on dates with, you know, it was looking, now I'm not bragging, I swear I'm not bragging, but in a sense, like, it was just looking good. I was feeling myself, you know, brother was in the gym, you know, working on myself, and it attracted a certain audience that I was very fortunate to attract. So you know, when I met this girl on the day, now I would say I had a certain wind about myself, and you know, I was kind of like feeling myself. <laughs> so you know, me and this girl, we we start talking. You know, she's mad cool. You know, I'm I'm we vibing. I preach safety. You know, I'm not gonna like, hey, let's meet in my hotel room. Like, I could be a killer. She could be a killer. We both be dead. So I was like, hey, let's just you know meet up at the the little lunch area that they have at each hotel. If you have been to like, uh, I mean, I stayed at a budget hotel, but if you've been to a hotel at like Disney, you know they have like cafeterias that you can eat at. So I was like, cool bro, you know, we're gonna meet up at the cafeteria, whatever. So I meet up with this girl and you know, we just kind of like, we hit it off. We sit there, we have like good conversation. And you know, that is something I admire. That's a, that's a quality that I really appreciate in a person, you know, being able to hold like an intellectual conversation. Like, that's what I'm into. And so me and this girl kind of like hit it off and whatever. I was like, hey, you know, I'm about to go to dinner with my friends, but, you know, I'd be down to hang out later. She was like, yeah, like we can hang out, whatever, come through. So, you know, I um, I had dinner and then I went over and I think we put on Greatest Showman and we're just sitting there and we were just talking, you know, just vibing. I'm not really trying to make advancements because I don't want a girl to think that like, I'm just trying to, you know, get in your pants. Like, nah, like I'm cool. I'm chilling. Like, I'm at cool. But the whole time I was like, you know, all right, like at least I'll kiss this girl. Like, whatever. Like, maybe I'll try to kiss her. Oh my God god bro i turned into the lamest person (laughs) that i know bro i was getting into my head you know covid just happened you know people might be paranoid what if i try to kiss this girl and she not go for it so when it's time for me to like go home or whatever i try to like kiss this girl but it's so awkward i can't like tell if she wanted to kiss me or not so like I go in for like a kiss and I kind of freak out. And then it turned into a hug, and then it like I pulled out, and then like it turned into like a little like awkward like, like oh my dude, it was so cringe. I cannot explain to you how cringe I wanted to. Shoot myself. I remember walking away from the situation like, "Bruh, what is going on, dog? You're so lame." My ego was hurt, and I say that to say, man, this is the big theme of this album of Tyler's album is a character who falls in love. He's he's immensely vulnerable with a girl, and she may be involved in a relationship. And you know, he feels kind of guilty about the feelings that he's having with her, but he's like egotistic. Because it doesn't work out for him. Like, it doesn't work out with him and the girl. That related to my life. Yeah, that's just a little story about the situation that occurred <laughs> and why I feel like I relate to this character so much. That girl probably thinks I'm a loser. And honestly, at the time and the moment, I probably was like, I was just like to in my head, uh, Do ask any of my friends, it is a moment that... I would probably never live down. I would probably never live down like feeling that lame, especially coming off the moment where I said I was like feeling myself. It chipped my pride. And this album talks about a character whose pride is chipped. But you know, much like my situation and much like situations in real life, the show must go on. And so, man, this album just means so much to me. Not only that, I was able to go on tour. My first concert ever was this tour, me going on this tour. I'll tell you a little bit of story about that. Uh, Like I said before, I'm an actor. So prior to going on tour, I was filming and I was doing overnight shoots. I was filming like on this little Netflix project, not sure if I could talk about it, so I'm just not going to talk about it. I was filming on this like Netflix project and we were doing night shoots. And I think we were in this uh, part of Georgia that was like country, no shade to the place, but it was like in the middle of nowhere. I remember having to stay up all night, mind you, right? I'm doing night shoots the day before I have to drive, four hours. And I'm already in the country part of Georgia, so I'm already an hour away from home. And me being me, the person I am, I didn't pack and just leave straight from there. No, I like to be difficult. And I was like, oh bro, i just go home and pack. You know, I'm good. i just go home and pack. I'm great. i just go home and pack. <laughs> uh, man, that was dumb. That was dumb looking at it. I really, I was really tired. I think we'd finished shooting around seven o'clock AM that morning. I had to be out of my hotel by like 11 and I had to be in Atlanta by like six o'clock in order to make it there for the concert. I came off a night of not having sleep. I think I slept for like two hours. I woke up early so I could have time to go home, drive an hour home and pack my bag and get ready for this concert and leave to drive to like what Peachtree City they have to drive another 45 minutes at the concert. So needless to say, bro, I was tired. I was, bro, I was so tired. I could, I don't even know how I even was able to drive there. So I mustered up all of my energy and I drove to my homeboy house, who lives in Peachtree. And because me and him was going to the concert together. And I'm just, I'm famished. I didn't eat all day. I'm tired. Everyone knows those are the worst combinations that, I have. Like that is the absolute Worst combination I have being tired and hungry. Getting ready to watch a person I've listened to for years. Not only that, my first concert. I remember getting to the concert. I slept on the way to the concert. And when I got to the concert, dude, I was just I didn't even have enough energy to like dance with the songs. Like I was slow-key like conserving my energy because they had Tizo Touchdown, Vince Staples, and Kylie Uchis, which are three artists I love. You know, I was waiting, low-key like saving my energy, waiting to prepare for, you know, Tyler. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for Tyler Creator. This is my first concert. I'm here getting ready for Tyler Creator. I get to the concert, which was, man, it was amazing. Like, you know, getting to see Vince, getting to see I didn't get to see Tizo which I'm immensely hurt to admit but I did not get to see Tizo touchdown cuz we were running a little late and like I said I didn't eat anything so I like immediately when I got there I think I got some merch and I went to the concessions and I got like a burger and some fries which probably the worst meal to eat when you're hungry, bro, all that greasy like food on an empty stomach, yeah, it probably made my stomach worse. Let me tell you about this, this experience at the concert. It was so trippy because so many people were dressed like Tyler. And I'm not hating on any Tyler Creator fans, but if you listen to Tyler, he'd be talking about creating your own like image. Like, yes, he can be a muse, but creating your own image. But you know, I'm not dissing anybody. And, And the fits were fresh, you know? And I take a little inspiration from Tyler when I dress. So, you know, it's cool. But man, the concert was so fun. But I was like, so scared I was about to pass out. Like, that is how tired I was. So I was like, man, let me record this. He performed uh, so much stuff from like his old stuff. And if you know Tyler, if you're a fan of Tyler, man, like he probably doesn't really enjoy his older catalog as much, or at least performing it. But he had like two parts of the stage and he like traveled in a boat. As he got on the other side of the stage and him traveling, I guess kind of like metaphor him going back in time, or at least going back to his older catalog, he had like a desert area where he like performed his catalog. I'm pretty sure anybody else who went on the tour can attest to that. Tyler, by the way, man, is such a great performer. Bro is just amazing. Like, daughter is amazing and he's funny, man. I remember he was dissing people in the crowd. It was this one dude in a jacket. First of all, idiot. Why you wearing a jacket and you in the mosh pit, my boy? Like, what's going on? So, bro had a a jacket in the mosh pit and Tyler saw it. He was like, yo, bro, this dude over here got a jacket on. He was like, Mmm, I know you stink. You stink, nigga, you stink. <laughs> and so everybody was just kind of like going "Wow!" It was Tyler's first time performing Come On Let's Go, like ever. Like the song had just dropped that Friday. And I was a part of the audience that was able to witness the first time he ever performed it. And there's a, a part of the song where he's like, Georgia Beach on like it's ATL. It was an ATL. Man, it was just such an experience. I recorded it. It was just so fun, man. He is quite the performer. He like took his time. But anyway, man, I really want to talk about some of my favorite parts of this album. Some of my favorite songs. Honestly, I was lit since the song Lumberjack came out. This album is, it just has so much duality of of someone who's kind of like a person who was able to really pop off, like really talk their stuff because, you know, Tyler's been in the game for a minute and hasn't really got his recognition as a rapper. Like this is purely kind of like, I'm not gonna say purely a rap album, but it's a rap heavy album from him coming off like... You know, Igor, if you know anything about his catalog. Lumberjack, I remember that dropping. And I'm like, yo, like DJ Drama. I'm a fan of like DJ Drama. Like he did mixtape with Childish Gambino, you know, Lil Wayne, bro. If you like really tapped into hip hop, you know about DJ Drama. And so when I heard that on there, dude, I was lit. I was like, bro it's going to be giving us some bars. So Lumberjack was a bop, but I really want to talk about What's Your Name, which samples H uh, H-Town sample which i love that man i I love when artists sample stuff like you know take stuff from the old and, and make it new like that's such a beautiful thing the album just the universe of the world that he created for this album was just so spectacular in terms of like you know the set design having a Rolls royce on stage and just really committing to everything i remember on concert he like popped out of the rose Royce when he came on stage and just gave us a look. I think I have a video of it I'll have to share it. It was just it was just an experience, but this album certain songs to me like he has a song called Run It Up with Tizo Touchdown. It's just a beautiful part of that song where he's like if you have a dream, man, chase it. Like forget what anybody else is saying. Like if you have a dream, chase it. And that is just something I want to hold dear to my heart. That's even while I'm doing this, like having a dream or just being able to inspire people or give them a space to talk about things. That's really what life is about. Sometimes we act like we too cool for certain stuff. You know, like sometimes you got to be vulnerable, which bro, very was vulnerable on this album. I'm sure it reflect... It reflected his like actual life. You got Lil Wayne on Hot Winds Blows, man. Like I could really go track by track, but I'm not. You know, we'd be here all day. It's this album, man, just talks about a character who is in a, a bit of a love triangle. He got involved with a woman that was involved with his a close friend of his. And he really talks about it on my favorite song, Wilshire or Wilshire. I think it's Wish I Wish I Whatever, but this is like one of the the last songs on the album. It runs eight thirty six, but it is the most vulnerable. And also, like he just admitted, that he did it all in one take. He did it like on a little handheld mic, and he just kind of went through it. You can hear it. You can hear the pops in there. You can hear the pops and the sounds and all that stuff. This song. He's just talking about like everything, Like everything unfolds in this song. He talks about meeting the girl. He talks about her falling in love with him while she's still involved with her friend and them kind of doing some things they know they shouldn't have been doing. When I made a fool of myself with that girl in Orlando, I had this song on replay, dog, because to me, it was just something just so emotional about the song that I can relate with. Here I am, a person who was I mean, I'll be honest, I was kind of egotistical, man. I've been in the gym. You know, kind of like all my stuff, and I was meeting girls, and it was going very well. Then I kind of had this like humbling experience. That kind of let me know, like, you're not as smooth as you think you are. You're not as cool as you think you are. Which is cool by any means, man. And I think moments like that is what makes life kind of special, man. We need to be able to be vulnerable. Not to everybody, of course. I'm not sitting out here talking about my feelings with everybody. But you definitely need to be vulnerable with people. And you definitely need to not be too cool for certain stuff. People act like they're too cool for certain stuff. And I'm like, just chill. Like, create. You know, and vulnerability doesn't always mean like, you know, talking about your your feelings or anything like that. To me, it means just being able to, to try something and willingly, like, be able to fail. And I willingly tried with that girl and it failed. <laughs> so I just truly feel like, man, I have a lot in common with this character on this album, man. Truly, like, it just resonated with me and I feel like, you know, um, albums like this, You know, and I implore you to just really think about it. Like I said, it's, it's really a story, follows a character. He, he talks about in Wilshire how he was just extremely humble. You know, he was the type of man that can get anybody he wanted. He can get any girl that he wanted and still he got humbled by this girl that he just fell for. This girl he just like completely just fell for. And I think all of us can, we can relate to that in a sense. It may not be that specific, I specifically wasn't in the love triangle when I was able to relate to that song, but there was a certain the a part about that song that I feel like we all could like relate with. Like it's a, it's relatable. And I think that's why I created this podcast. You know, this is the first episode. I encourage people to really formulate opinions for themselves you know we live in a day and age where outlets will tell you like oh like this is a rating of a certain album and although i do get into arguments with friends about certain albums because certain albums are like whatever but you know who am i to really discourage somebody from liking a specific piece of art that they hold dearly to them because you never know what people have associated with these albums or with these movies. Like, you genuinely never know. Like, it could have helped them during a hard time in their life. So, I really wanted this podcast to be about not really critiquing music because I feel like that's a, we have a lot of that already, a lot of like critiques, a lot of people like don't listen to this album, whatever. No, nah, like, I really want this podcast to be about people sharing their experiences with this art. Like, I just shared my experience with you. I wanted to share a story about me, like, you know, being embarrassed because, Life is life is short. We're not supposed to take life serious. I think we, we live in a world where people try to be cool and, and- And I I know I keep saying that, but like people try to just like act like they're not into certain things or people just don't do things genuinely for themselves. And man, like, nah, life is so like short. You know, we have to learn to cherish each other. We have to learn to formulate our own opinions and, you know, get out there and really just kind of like learn things for yourself, man. Like laugh at yourself. I want people to sit there and laugh at yourself. Dude, I learned so many lessons just through this album or throughout this album. It just taught me so many lessons or whenever i listen to a song i just i'm just reminded of so many life lessons whether that's whether it's love whether it's you know ego whether it's you know just having a little self confidence in life the the confidence to follow your dreams i really want everybody to follow your dreams like even me doing this in a way like it's following my dreams like and my dream is to be able to sit here and talk to people <laughs> cuz i like to talk don't don't take life too Serious. Yeah, don't be afraid to sit there and laugh at yourself. I learned so many life lessons with this album. One life lesson is I'm horrible with women from Ohio. Now, I swear. I'm like 0-3 with girls from Ohio. I don't know what it is. You know, Ohio's not even a real place. I'm not even finna diss Ohio. Whatever. If you made it this far, thank you. Truly, thank you for listening to my podcast, dog. Y'all don't know how much it means for me to be able to to sit here and talk or at least have a platform to sit here and talk to people about stuff that I actually care about talking about. Like, um, things will progress, you know. I really appreciate everyone from supporting me. And I I truly, I want everybody to share your experience with the audience with me you know whether it's in the comment section whether you have my personal number anyway guys thank you so like from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for listening please stay tuned as i learn how to be more comfortable in front of this camera and hopefully more funny you know and share this with somebody and you know share your experiences with people you know go out and be great human beings chris out